Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hi, this is Charles Kelly. How are you doing today? I, I, I'm reporting today that house prices again have risen, uh, this time in September year on year by 5% compared to September in 2019. And, and, and this also comes at a time when mortgage approvals have hit a 13-year high. Uh, so, so that's all good news for the property market. And in fact, house prices were up 5%, which is the biggest growth rate in four years. So, so that's that's something to, to think about there, um, that, that it could grow that much in just a month. Or, well, it hasn't, not in a month. And compared to August, it's grown by 1%. But compared to uh, September 2019, it's actually grown by 5%. So that's quite, it's, it's staggering compared, you know, when you think about the way the economy is, and you know the the the, the way jobs have been lost, and uh, further lockdowns have been announced recently again in the UK, and and yet uh, people are buying properties and and evidently buying shares because share prices are going up as well. Now the, these figures are according to the Nationwide Building Society. That's that's a lender who compile lending data based on their own lending decisions. Now of course they're not the only lender in the country. Uh, the Halifax also produce a similar survey, but they, they pretty much mirror each other. The real figures come from the land registry figures, which will show the actual prices paid for houses in September compared to a year ago, a month ago, three months ago. Th- those are the real figures. But the, the lenders are, you know, pretty, pretty accurate um, because, you know, between the Nationwide and the Halifax, they probably account for most of the lending that goes on in the country. Now, mortgage lending, as I said, rose uh, reaching a 13 year high. And this is as as the market seems to have experienced a post lockdown demand. Uh, this is because you know people couldn't buy in the early parts of the year, and then suddenly in sort of June July demand soared, and people went out and and did their moves and bought and that sort of thing. Um, and you know it, it obviously has been influenced by the, the Chancellor Rishi Sunak's uh, stamp duty holiday, which means that no stamp duty tax is paid on the first five hundred thousand purchase on, on all property sales in England and Northern Ireland until the end of next March. But job job fears and uh, job loss fears uh, and and tighter mortgage lending is, is really forcing many young people to hold back and delay buying a property. You know, for instance, um, young people who were saving up, say, a 10% deposit to buy a property, you know, which is still a lot of money. If you're buying a property for three, four hundred thousand pounds, it's still a lot of money to save up, and you need other ex, you know expenses as well. And and young couples have been saving this money, and then find out that the lender says, no, we now need a fifteen percent deposit, not a ten percent deposit. So only those who've got say help from parents or grandparents have probably been able to buy. But you know, there's still a lot of money out there. People have still got money. People are still able to to buy cars and expensive items and, and properties. So, um, you know, although some people haven't got the money to buy, there are still people out there who've got money to buy. And, and that's what's happening. Um, and, and this this comes as a this is another report about the 13 year mortgage high. 
and the fact that bullish bosses bosses there are stepping up recruitment. Um, in fact, mortgage lending went up uh, approvals. Mortgage approvals for house purchases rose from 66,000 in July to 84,700 in August. And, uh, you know, which is a lot. I mean, 80,000 people just in August have had mortgage offers or mortgage approvals. So some somebody out there has got money and, and, and they are buying. Uh, personally, I, I, I think that prices will fall next year. Uh, if not this year, when things start to unravel, when this uh, job uh, uh, scheme, the furlough scheme starts to unravel and becomes less generous or eventually ends, I think there will be a, a lot of unemployment out there. Now, as I said the other day, uh, the Chancellor has introduced a new uh, job support scheme, uh, which will start in October. But that is not nearly as generous as the previous furlough scheme. And of course, we can't keep people at home indefinitely, costing hundreds of billions a year or certainly hundreds of millions every month. Uh, the new scheme is going to cost something like 300 million every month. So we can't just keep that going forever uh, on based on what, what money, printed money, made up money, just the Bank of England saying well, we're printing you know a few hundred billion there. Uh, how's that going to be repaid? Or are we going to see this so-called uh, reset of the economy that's been promised by, by leaders in Davos? Uh, you know, what does a reset of the economy mean? What does it mean? Does it mean they're going to devalue our currency, devalue our, you know, the value of our money? Uh, will it mean that they'll eventually get rid of all cash and then say, right, now we're on digital currency, like, like, it's happen like what's happening in China? Uh, they're introducing a digital currency based on their yuan. Uh, are we going to see that? And then then they could reset it very easily. Then just say, right, uh, you know, the value of your money today was one pound or one dollar. Now it's 80 cents or 80 pence. That that could happen uh, because otherwise I can't see how they're going to repay or we, the, the taxpayer, is going to be able to repay this this money um, over the long term. It could take you know, decades. Now, some estate agents are saying, yes, the market's you know, had this mini boom. But others are saying that there's a mixed bag of demand and much depends on the type of property you're trying to sell or people want to buy. Uh, for instance, the demand for four bed houses is up uh, because people want space for a home office. Uh, London based agents are also saying to me that there's still a buyer's market out there and they're offering me properties uh, and saying, well, this has been reduced, but the, the vendor would take another reduction. For instance, somebody rang me up today and said there's flats for sale in, in London. Um, you know, was on the market for 550, now 525, 530, but they'll probably accept 500 or maybe even less. Uh, so, you know, that, that doesn't suggest to me that prices are selling or properties are selling that fast in certain parts of the country or certain types of properties like flats in London are not selling that fast. And the, the vendors are prepared to accept lower bids or negotiate on the price. And, and maybe this is part of a trend. Maybe we're seeing the new sort of work from home uh, regime. Uh, and, and that's encouraging young people to say, right, why do we need to live in this pokey little flat in London with all this noise, with all the risks of uh, catching diseases in the lifts or in the, in the elevators? Uh, so maybe that they're saying, well, let's move out. Let's move out to, to, to the suburbs or the countryside where we can live anywhere and work from home, where we can have the type of house we, we want uh, that, that's got more space, space for bringing up a family and they can have their home office there 
and you know be out of the city maybe that's happening certainly it is is a trend that seems to be happening in america as, as property gurus are, are suggesting so you know maybe suburban properties larger suburban properties will be in demand but we shall have to see we shall have to see how things go next year when these job support schemes start to unravel and we we see the real economic reality that we are facing and you know then then i think we will see the tide go out and we'll see who is left with their their pants down uh, as as Warren Buffett used to say and then i think we're going to see a, a big correction in the property market and a big correction in the stock market so i w- i would say unless you need to buy this year you know wh- why rush into it if you can't find the right deal then 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 hold off um but if you if you really need to buy and you've got a price at a reasonable market then go ahead uh for a first time buyer or or a, 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 an owner occupier it doesn't really matter whether prices go up and down over the years you're buying for the longer term it's your home it's not an investment whereas for for buy to let investors and investors i i would certainly be cautious unless it's the deal of the century i would certainly be cautious at the moment because most most property people are, are predicting that prices will fall and i i also expect to see a lot more commercial property come on the market as there will be less demands for offices and shops you've only got to look around the high street and see the number of shops that have closed um you know i was in town the other day and i just just not right in the middle of town but certainly you know within zone 1 and i just looked as i drove down this street actually it was the holloway road if you if if you want to know which is in n7 you know only a few miles from the city center a few miles from kings cross and the west end um and and you know i i i was amazed to see as i drove along uh how many shops are closed where well, you see one two three shops in a row closed down boarded up uh many for sale signs maybe not so much for sale signs but to let signs for shops so maybe landlords are holding out and hoping to get another tenant uh, so i'm i'm seeing a lot of that and there may be opportunities to 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 buy these at at reduced prices next year maybe to create new kinds of of, of shops uh, or retail spaces or maybe repurpose these for for residential further down the road so we we shall have to see what really occurs it depends now on the governments uh, and what they do with the with these lockdown restrictions which is let's face it killing business uh, th- this new 10 pm rule for pubs that're going to be closed by 10 pm is killing pubs um i i spoke to an owner of a pub in camden town they're not they're not even open until five o'clock in the evening where they used to have a a a, a a busy lunchtime trade now that's gone and now from 5 to 10 they can't really make enough money to survive this is a big pub i think it's called the, the world's end the new world i can't remember now but it's it's a busy pub whenever you went there you see you know there were several bars and several levels and they were always packed always a very popular pub even people spilling out onto the street now you know they're struggling to survive and that's just not pubs that's restaurants are struggling coffee places um places where you know they're expected to have a full a full shop and now you see the place is half empty because they because of social distancing so that's what's happening that's the 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 reality and in other countries it's even worse um you know some countries when you go there you have to you have a long lockdown period um you can't really move around they've got you know uh, uh, targeted lockdown areas and that's happening here as well but it's not as bad here at least i can go out i can go to the shops I can go and get a coffee a meal outside or a takeaway in many countries you can't really do that at the moment 
So we shall have to see what happens when the economic reality hits us. And, and then I think that's bound to affect property prices. It's bound to affect share prices because who's going to buy property when you're losing your job or you've had your hours cut? It, it just doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. So let's see what happens. I'm sorry, it's a bit of doom and gloom, but, but that is that is the reality of the situation. And we, we've got to face it at some stage. So thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for everyone who tuned in on, on Facebook Live. Uh, hi there to Rich uh, and, and everyone else there. And, and to listens to me on iTunes, on my on Money Tips podcast and on, on Facebook and on YouTube. Thanks for listening and have a, a great day, a great evening, wherever you are in the world. Thanks a lot and bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 